We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Saturday continues. Later college football final. Two weeks to go in the regular season. In the MIAC, the Northern Sun and the WIAC will have the Big Ten. We'll have the top 25 all the scores, game reports coming up later on. Right now we want to go outdoors. Firearms deer's season is open here in the state of Minnesota. Uh, right up there with the fishing opener in the spring. It is a big day. Steve Carney joining us. Steve Carney, Outdoors.com. And Steve, what are you hearing out there? Oh, I'm seeing lots of orange Martians out there today, Steve. It's, uh, they're all over the place. Um, I got a great bow story for you last night. Um we use at this time of the year what's called a rattle bag, which is a uh, a bunch of ceramic rods that you put in a bag, and it sounds like bucks fighting. Sure. And you you bang them on your hands, you bang them on the tree, whatever it is, and it sounds exactly like bucks are fighting. And at this time of the year, these bucks want to play; they want to fight. And I was on a stand last night overlooking a river, and I got there about three thirty. And I started banging this rattle bag, bang, 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 as hard as I could, very aggressive. And here he comes, and he's charging. When they hear that, they don't stand around. They come right in. And he crossed this river, came up the riverbank. It was like he was on a string. He came right to my stand, and he was probably almost a quarter of a mile away originally. His head's up, and he wants to fight. And he's looking, you know, he's looking for action. And he came about 17 yards away from my stand, but he needed five more steps to get through this shooting lane I had. And he just stopped, and he kind of lost interest. He turned, and he walked north, and I never had a shot. So it was exciting for about 10 minutes. It was really cool. But, you know, a lot of firearms guys out there, you know, right now, grunting and rattle bags are really important because these deer come in and they want to see what's going on. They want to either join in the fight or they want to watch. It's just like a elementary school playground. They all want to stand around and watch, and that's what they're doing right now at this time of the year. So something to think about. If you don't see them, this is a way of bringing them into your stand close. It, it, it's really cool. For a number of Saturdays, we've been talking about what you've been seeing in the woods with the bow, and it has been quiet. I mean, you, you, it you brought up been that story. Really but quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing that, you know, from my cronies as well. And I'm starting to think now, after 25 times out, you know, this year, this fall, that I think the deer population really got hurt by last winter. You know, we had just the winter from hell last year a lot of wind, a lot of snow. 
It was cold, and I think we lost some deer because I am not seeing the numbers in the northwest, and I'm hearing that, you know, north central and and southwestern Minnesota as well. So I think, uh, you know, we had a little issue here from that last winter. Yeah, and uh, it'll be very interesting to see what the reports are. I know a number of folks that I work with during the week are are out and about, and they're going to try their hand in the field today, and uh, hopefully everybody has a safe hunt uh here we are uh we we definitely have a change in in the weather underway uh more of a wet pattern i know tomorrow is going to be windy and dry there's a red flag warning up uh tomorrow uh for central and southern minnesota so be aware of that folks going to be very windy uh but uh we we see a big time cool down coming at the end of the week but uh that fall bite is still uh able to get out and catch fish you know steve it was a great week for fishing this week and i was going to put my boat away and i don't think i am i am just you know i I hate to leave biting fish because they're really going and there's not a lot of anglers out there right now and i'm actually kind of fishing and scouting for ducks at the same time and i'm hoping the weather this week looks you know pretty nasty most of the whole week with you know lows in the teens and highs in the 30s and i'm hoping that some of these birds up north that have been lounging in Winnipeg and North Dakota will start working their way down because it's, it's time and they're actually overdue. And I'm a little disappointed, you know, the duck season hasn't been better than it has. But I think this weather change this week is going to be enough to start pushing them down. And I think some of the smaller water is going to start freezing. So it looks like it's going to be starting, I'm guessing, uh, probably this week, maybe at the end of this week. It is so dry, uh, central southern Minnesota, and that's having an impact on, on pheasant hunting and, and, and dogs and, for, for that matter, hunters. You know, it, it's just really tough because some parts of the states, it's, it's so dry. You know, there's kind of a flip side to that, a good good news, bad news thing on that, Steve. You know, with the dryness and the drought, you can actually get into these cattail sloughs and walk through them because there isn't any water. But the bad news, it's so dusty that, you know, the dogs can't pick up the scent, and it's it's just tough when you breathe that stuff because every time you go through the cattails, you're kicking up all that dust because there's no moisture. So, uh, again, I hope it rains a lot this week. I think that would be great. We need to fill up the sloughs again. The lakes are starting to really go down, and any precipitation would be welcome. And, boy, I'm hoping we really get it for about three days. It looks like we will, and I hope we do. All right, Steve, what are your plans for the coming week? You know, Steve, I'm going to take a break from bow hunting for a couple of days. I'm a little bit worn out from trying so hard, and um, I think I'm going to take a break for a couple of days, think about fishing this week and do a little duck scouting, and, you know, if we get some rain, chase some pheasants. So it's, uh, you know, we're getting into a good time. We just need this weather change, and I think it's going to make a big difference. It's going to be cold, but... You know, we need some sort of change from what we've had from the 70s and 75 degrees. So looking forward to it. I, I think it'll be fine. And uh, I, I suppose with this uh, first cold weather, it looks like even here in the cities, we won't get above freezing by Friday. Um, did, does that get you looking at the ice fishing gear in the corner of the garage? Oh, Steve, what a question. Uh, no. How about no? I'm not ready for that yet. There's there's still too much hunting to do, and, you know, the bow season's yeah. open until January 1, and the way my season's going, I may have to hunt through December. So, 
no, I'm not ready for that, and I'm not looking at it. I was in the pole building this morning, and I saw all my portables sitting in the corner, yeah. and I tried to look away. I looked away. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Not yet. Not yeah, yet. Uh, Steve in pursuit of the big buck uh, yet this fall, uh, and he'll uh, update us again a week from today. Steve, always great. Thanks. Hey, great, Steve. Have a good day. There he is, Steve Carney, joining us each and every Saturday now, following the news at 4 here on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Once again, uh, hopefully a safe, successful hunt. Uh, my neighbor uh, went out, goes out every year. A uh, couple of years I've had to help him hang a big buck in the garage. Some years I haven't. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And a couple of guys that I work with during the week in the printing biz uh, we're going to go out and try their luck, so we'll, we'll see what happens when we get back to work on Monday. It is 4-15. Friday night, huge night, high school football. Class 5A through 9-man section finals. Uh, on the way to the state tournament, 6A's second round of their tournament. Uh, on the line next week, a berth in the semifinals at U.S. Bank Stadium. We'll talk about some of those showdowns last night. With Jim Paulson from the Star Tribune, he was out and about last night. Covers high school sports at startribune.com. That is in a moment here on News Talk. E3O-WCCO. Sports Saturday continues here at News Talk. E3O-WCCO. Gophers win. They're bowl eligible. Got to wonder if a new contract for P.J. Fleck will be issued in the coming days. I kid a little bit, but six and three now overall, three and three in the Big Ten. They beat Nebraska twenty to thirteen. They win, but uh, for you gamblers, they did not cover uh, going into that game today. Uh, Tanner Morgan was banged up again, but Mo Ibrahim, thirty-two carries, hundred and twenty-eight yards, two touchdowns. Gophers were down ten-zero at the half. Didn't look good at all. Uh, they rally for 10 in the third, 10 again in the fourth, and win it 20-13. to 13. And now they come home. They will take on Northwestern next Saturday. Two weeks it's Iowa, and then on the road at Wisconsin the weekend after Thanksgiving. So for the Golden Gophers. And you could say right now, very winnable games. And if if they're able to get it done and get Floyd, Hang on to the axe. That's 9-3. and three. That's a nice year uh, for the Golden Gophers. And should mean pretty good bowl game uh, around the holidays. Probably closer to New Year's Day than it would be to Christmas. And that's ultimately the goal. But 9-3 uh, and three still in play uh, for the Golden Gophers. High school football last night. Some terrific games around the area. Uh, unfortunately... Most of the games in 6A, big school football, a lot of blowouts there as uh, the top seeds uh, roll. Jim Paulson, who covers high school sports for the Star Tribune, joining us. Jim, I hope you're doing well. I am. I, uh, I appreciate you having me on, Steve. Appreciate that. Yeah, no no doubt. But uh, these top seeds in 6A, really no problem. Maple Grove, Stillwater, Rosemount, Eden Prairie, all big wins in 6A. And you really got the feeling going into that 6A playoff that there were a handful of teams that had a chance to win a state title, and we're certainly seeing the cream rise to the top there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they call it, what do they call it, 
uh, chalk when your bracket is uh, going according to the uh, mostly yeah. in favor of the favorites. Um, that's kind of the way things have gone this year. You can see that when I would do the Metro rankings during the season, that in the, particularly the large school classes, it's the same seven or eight teams would be near the top all season long. There wasn't a whole lot of real um, uh, those who could come up and jump up and actually have a good a good season. And you've seen that playing out in the playoffs. You're right. Eden Prairie wins big. Maple Grove wins big. Lakeville South wins big. Rosemont wins big. Um, so, And a lot of these teams are, were expected to do just that. There were only a couple of close games last night. One, uh, Centennial, which is a team that's, that's accustomed to playing close oh, to the vest. Yeah. They've done that all year long, and they know how to win that way. They beat Edina 14-7. Uh, to 7, And then uh, um, Eastridge pulled out a late victory over Prior Lake um, by a single point on a, a two-point conversion, I believe, that they had to uh, win the game. But uh, there, other than that, it was it's pretty much all going according to what we have predicted um, when we look at the brackets at the start of the uh, at the start of the playoffs. And I, I'm glad you brought up Centennial. I've been keeping an eye on the Cougars all year. They're they're a team that that could pull an upset because of the way they play defense. Um, they 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 play low scoring, tight games. And could be a real problem in Lakeville South. They're the defending champs, and they shut out White Bear Lake last night. And even though they, you know, weren't weren't a top seed uh, come seeding time, they're still a formidable foe. Oh, absolutely! They're the defending state champs, and you know they still got some uh, a lot of talent on that roster, including one of the top players in the in the state in running back Carson Hansen. And he showed something last night because. Everyone talks about his ability to run the football, and he runs with a combination of power and speed. If you watch Hanson hit the edge at, at top speed, he just looks uh, different than most running backs because he runs so hard and, and so furiously. Um, last night, he showed he can get downfield and, and play the role of wide receiver. He caught three touchdown passes, none of which were screen passes or flare passes that he ran past people. He went deep, caught them. 30-yard downfield in the end zone and made some terrific catches in doing that. Uh, and that just really did something that White Bear Lake was not prepared for, to watch him go uh, downfield and make those kind of catches. And when a team like uh, Lakeville South can do something that you didn't expect, uh, that really sets your team up well in the playoffs. I, I know that the uh, White Bear Lake coach, Ryan Bartlett, had said they planned on stopping Lakeville South's running game and they did for the most part, other than a few great runs by Carson Hanson. It didn't matter. They still scored 30 points and uh, um, shut, down, shut down White Bear Lake's offense. So you know, the best teams can win in more than one ways, and we're finding that out. So third round in 6A coming up next week all over the state. And then, of course, state tournament begins uh, 5A through 9-man next week. And these are big games coming up next week for all these teams because it's a chance to get to U.S. Bank Stadium and play semifinal games indoors. A couple of things I want to go back to last night. And 5A football, huge fan of 5A. I, I think here in the metro area overshadowed. By, by the big schools in 6A, but still terrific football. And that, that section 2, 5A, man, Kettawas beat Chanahassen 23-22. Uh, that, that's always Mankato West, uh, perennial power there. 
uh, Chan, good football. That That's just a wonderful section. So a great football game there. And then how about Elk River and Andover? This game, they go back and forth all night. I followed this one very closely, and I talked about it. I was in for Henry Lake last night, so I wasn't able to get out to high school football games. But I said, keep an eye on this. It lived up to all expectations. Goes to overtime. Elk River gets a score, gets a two-point conversion. Andover gets a score. They go for two. They come up short. Elk River wins 51-49 in Elk River to win the Section 7 and 5A. What a football game. You know, that that one really stood out to me, too, because you know, Elk River is used to playing these big, high-scoring football games. I mean, they when they had played Andover earlier oh. in the season, they would beaten them by, I think, 67-35. to 35. Um, And this the difference between the Elk River teams of years past and this one is that they were telling the fact that they had real strong defense. Uh, in years past, they would outscore teams and play just enough defense to keep them in the game. This year, their defense really came to play. Obviously, not so much last night, but then Andover was an offense that had just gotten so much better over the course of the season. Landon Nelson, their first-year quarterback, um, struggled a little bit early, really found himself oh, in the second half of the season. And I think that game was one, the one everybody anticipated, 51-49. When you, know, you go to a game like that, you're going to expect some fireworks, and you got your money's worth there. Well, and here's the crazy thing. It's funny how things work out in this business. I I was scheduled to call that one on cable TV up in the northern suburbs. And then I got a call from Brad and said, Henry needs a night off. You know, can can you do the show for Henry? Well, you know, my role, absolutely. I'll be there. I'll do the show. Knowing that. I wasn't going to be able to see Andover and Elk River last night. So, um, you know, my my job here at, at CCO is to step in, but, you know, I had to give that one up, and I, I was able to follow it. And, and the guys who did call the game uh, on cable TV up here in the northern suburbs did a fine job. But, you know, what a game. And, you know, you, you talk to Steve Hamilton, um, you know what they're going to do. If, if you haven't seen Elk River – you may. They got one more to get to U.S. Bank Stadium, but it is unbelievable. It is old school. You have really no idea, and and their quarterback is is really something to see. That Kate Osterman is you know, unbelievable. You're absolutely right. You know, this is kind of the way Elk River has always played. They run that party offense, and it can baffle people that haven't seen it very often. Um, the way the, the, the running backs line up in a straight line right behind the quarterback. They do a lot of faking and a lot of going one way or the other, carrying out their fakes. Um, but for the most part, what our, my colleague David Levesque has often called it a flight of hand offense. Not so much that is that it's a very functional offense with everybody following their uh, uh, prescribed um, game plan to a T. Yep. Their game plan is what they do. They know how to block. They know how they don't need a, a real big crease uh, to get going. They hit holes hard and they know how to read the defense. And it's but the way the offense is structured, it's a tantamount on defense to play uh, strong run fits and very uh, good assignment football. If you get out of your assignment on defense, an Elk River guy is running downfield 20 yards behind you. It happens. It's going to happen dozens of times, um, and even teams that are prepared for it, like Andover was last year, just can't match it. You can't do what Elk River does as well as Elk River does it, and that's why they're, they're uh, having success. Last night's game just sounded like it would have been just 
uh, a real, really fun game to be at with people living and dying on their play. Yeah, it's just, it is uh, amazing. But the game of the night, Elk River nips Andover in OT, 51-49. to 49, And uh, 5A is going to be fun. You can't count out Elk River. You got Mankato West looming there. And then in 6A, once again, we still have that handful of teams that could win a state title at Prep Bowl. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. Jim, always appreciate it. Uh, good to visit with you and uh, you, you and David and the entire crew at the Star Tribune do an amazing job week in, week out. It's a, it's a fun time of year. We just covered uh, state soccer last week and we'll be doing some state volleyball this week as well as football. So a lot going on right now. Yeah, I might bump into you at volleyball. I'm doing some NSPN tv this week the old prep spotlight uh rebranded to nspn.tv got a couple of games this week at the xl energy center uh i'll be at a football game or two this week so uh, maybe i'll bump into you jim i'll see you there all right there he is Jim Paulson from the Star Tribune joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We'll have the weather, and then we'll get started on college football final. All the scores, game reports from around the area. And, of course, the Big Ten and Top 25 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. College football final underway for Saturday in November. Steve Thompson, Jonathan Lola handling the Big Ten and Top 25 scoreboard. We'll bring in Jonathan in a moment. And Carrie Klatt, our producer, Carrie's final day here at CCO. She's going to head back to St. Paul and Twin Cities Live uh, starting later in November. Uh, she will be a producer. And Carrie, we should open college football final with a congrats and Thank you. It's been great to work with you. Thank you, Steve. I've loved working with you. You are wonderful. I've been a big oh, well, fan of yours. I feel like my most of my life. So to work with you has oh, been great. Nice. Yeah. yeah that, yes. that, that, that is so nice. Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't even have to pay you to say no, that. That's it's the... just true. <laughs> so, no, no you're wonderful. I... I love your show. Um, you and Jonathan are great. So thank you so much. Oh, and uh, back to Twin Cities Live. You'll be part of the team over there with Elizabeth Reese Mm -hmm. and and Ben Lieber. And and you have been there before, so you're returning home, so to speak. Yes, yeah, and and, uh, also helping out with um, Minnesota Live, the morning show from 9 to 10 as well with Chris Agert. Megan Newquist, and I'm I'm really excited to to jump into that too. So now I've never met Chris Eggert, but when I go back to South Dakota and hang yeah. out with the in laws, I have heard mm-hmm. that he is from South Dakota, mm-hmm. and I I believe he's from my father in law's hometown of Parkston, but Perhaps. I I have to confirm that. So when you bump into Chris, right. ask him if he is indeed from Parkston. South Dakota, because that's where my father-in-law is from. So, oh, yeah. Uh, something to bring up. Hey, I worked with Steve, and his father-in-law is from South Dakota. I, I, I've heard that, but I can't confirm it. I'll, yeah, I know he is. Yes, I, or, or I don't, I'm not quite sure of the city, but yes, I know his son is Dakota. I know he named his son uh, Dakota, and then he has Delaney, a daughter. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my kids were born in South Dakota. I worked there for about 10 years. My wife is from there. A lot of people assume because um, I I spent time in South Dakota that I was born there. No, I I was born in St. Paul Mm -hmm. at at good old Bethesda Hospital right by the St. Paul. Until I was nine, I lived on Maryland Avenue by Como Park. Mm -hmm. So I I was definitely born 
here here in town. But Carrie, good luck to you. It, it, it's you. been good, and hopefully, uh, we'll stay in touch. And uh, you, you got to hang out till six thirty. Shift yes. doesn't end until six thirty <laughs> in the <laughs> in the Timberwolves and the Rockets. But uh, Carrie Clatt, uh, we're we're certainly going to miss her. Uh, here at CCO. Uh, 441. All right, let's get into the scores right now. Uh, we'll get you the local scores, some game reports coming up, and then Jonathan Lowe, Big Ten, top 25. Gophers win today in Lincoln over Nebraska and get bowl eligible. Let's start in the Northern Sun. UMD is on a roll. They won at Augustana today. 34-24, we'll get a game report. Bemidji State, they're rolling. They beat Northern State 24-14. Our good buddy, Big Daddy Kevin Reed, expected to report on that one. Minnesota State wins at home in Mankato, beating Southwest Minnesota State 45-24. How about this one in Moorhead? MSU beat Concordia St. Paul 21-20. Uh, this is a weird score. Uh, Minot State beat Mary in the Battle of North Dakota 11-10. Wayne State, the upset in Sioux Falls, beat the University of Sioux Falls 31-24. And Winona State won at Upper Iowa 45-7. All right, let's jump over to the MIAC today. Uh, it is set. Bethel will play St. John's next Saturday in Collegeville for the MIAC title and the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. Uh, the Royals won at Augsburg. Tough one there, 30-27. to The Augies put up a fight, but the Royals win at 30-27. to St. John's beat Carlton 45-16 to in Collegeville. Concordia rolled over Hamlin in Moorhead 59-0. McAllister. Outscored St. Scholastica 54-35 in St. Paul today. And Gustavus won a wild one in Northfield, beating St. Olaf 49-37. And over in the WIAC, Whitewater won at Stout 16-7. It was Oshkosh shutting out Stevens Point 45-0. Lacrosse down River Falls 24-17. And it was Plantville beating Eau Claire 38 to 14. So you're up to date on what happened around the upper Midwest in D2 and D3 football. Now to the Big Ten and the top 25 for the first time today. Once again, here's Jonathan Lowe. Hold on a second, Steve. We do have a, a report coming in. so We, we wanna... do have a game report. Yes, we all do. Right. All right. Well, let, let, let's by all means uh, get to that game report here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. And, and what's great is Jonathan Lowe is always willing to step aside for one of the game reports. And let's jump back to the Northern Sun. Jeff Filling is waiting. Uh, the longtime voice of the Augustana Vikings. UMD was in town, a, a big showdown. And, uh, Jeff, today uh, the Bulldogs outscore the Vikings. Each team scored five times, Steve. But Augustana, on three of their five scores, settled for field goals, lost 34 24 held the Bulldogs to only 343 yards, 100 below their average. But the uh, field position game was big today. UMD started five times inside Augustana's territory, scored four touchdowns on those uh, five attempts. And Kyle Wall Jasper, their quarterback, rushed for 81 yards on 27 carries. He was also 15 for 20, 207 yards, threw for four touchdowns. Curtis Weigand, caught one of those touchdowns also made a remarkable one-handed catch to keep a drive alive Armani Carmichael had another touchdown catch and Zach Ojulai had two touchdown catches for them 
Devon Jones had a touchdown catch for Augustana, and Kyle Graham had a touchdown run for the Vikings. They also got three field goals from Kyle Pfeiffer, including a 50-yard, the second-longest field goal in Augustana history. Vikings were held at 270 yards, or 270 yards, but only at 55 snaps of the balls. UMD came into the game averaging 35.50 seconds per game, and they ended up with 35 minutes and 23 seconds of possession time. And with great field position, get the win today over Augustana by the score of 34-24. The Vikings end their season next season or next week on the road at Southwest, Steve. All right. Very good, Jeff. Good to visit with you as always, and thanks for all the help this season. There he is, Jeff Filling. Yeah, there he is, Jeff Filling, longtime voice of the Augustana Vikings. Once again, the UMD Bulldogs uh, get it done. All right, we're we're up against a break. Jonathan Lowe is just going to have to wait uh, a a little bit longer, and then uh, we'll get that Big Ten and Top 25 scoreboard. But we will tell you, the Gophers won. They got bowl eligible today. Uh, Ugly early. They were down 10 rip to the Huskers. But uh, they go on to win at 20 to 13, Minnesota 6 and 3. 3 and 3 in the Big Ten. Northwestern next week. Iowa at home in two weeks. On the road at Wisconsin in three weeks to close it out. So 9 and 3 is still in play uh, for the Golden Gophers. Once again, the Big Ten and top 25 scores. More game reports coming up here on News Talk. E3O, WCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eight minutes now in front of five, and as promised, Big Ten top 25 scoreboard. Jonathan Lowe is standing by, and we we, we should do that right now, Jonathan. Uh, Minnesota becomes bowl eligible. They get the victory today. In Lincoln. Thank you very much, Mr. Thompson. And as we get into this uh, this scoreboard here, I would also like to congratulate Miss one Miss Carrie Clatt Moran for her new position over at the enemy. So now you've become an enemy. So after today, we will not talk any further. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, congratulations. You've been a, a shining light here at the station over, the, over your time here. And uh, we wish nothing but the best for you because you have been just phenomenal. Oh, thank you. But you're cutting into your time. I go, am. Go. I am. So let's go. Let's go. Let's get going. Thank it's you. a Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. And we have we started rolling in the Big Ten with an Add stat update from Champaign. Michigan State came in into this game today, I believe, on a five-game losing streak. The, the Spartans were th- are now three and five on the season. 
at number 16, Illinois. Sparty has just scored and gone up 16-7 to on the Illini, a shocker in the making in Champaign midway through the third quarter. It's midway through the third quarter in Bloomington. Number 15, Penn State, trying to add on to their lead. And another instant update. Penn State into the end zone, now up 30-7 to on the Indiana Hoosiers extra point pending. Finals from earlier today. It was Iowa. Shockingly, getting some offense today, twenty-four to three. They shut down Purdue. Both teams now four and five, five and four. Excuse me, on the season. It was Wisconsin at home at Camp Randall, getting a big win over Maryland, twenty-three to ten. The Badgers are now four and four. As Steve said, the Gophers are going bowling this year. Minnesota goes to Nebraska. They get shut out in the first half. Get ten points in the third quarter. Ten points in the fourth quarter. Defeat the Cornhuskers twenty to thirteen. Get to six and three on the season. It was a slog for number two Ohio State, and this might be the stunner of the day. Even if we have upsets, Northwestern led Ohio State early until near the end of the first half. The Buckeyes got enough offense on a blustery. Rainy day in Evanston to beat the Wildcats. Number two, Ohio State now 9-0. 21-7 the final over Northwestern. And later on tonight, number five, Michigan will try to get to 9-0. They're in Piscataway to take on Rutgers. To the top 25 scoreboard, it is at the end of three at Acrisure Stadium, formerly known as Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. The Pitt Panthers are up on number 20, Syracuse, 17-6. In Lawrence, Kansas trying to get ball eligible. They lead number 18, Oklahoma State, 31 to 7 midway through the third quarter. It's also midway through the third up on Rocky, not on Rocky Top, but in the Rocky Mountains in Boulder, number eight, Oregon, all over Colorado, 35 to 10. In the early portion of the third quarter in between the hedges in Athens, number one, Tennessee, down to number three, Georgia, the Bulldogs leading 24 to six. Number 25, Central Florida, they got into the top 25 this week after defeating a top 25 Cincinnati team last week. Now they're in a tussle at the Liberty Bowl with Memphis, 21 all, midway getting late in the third quarter. Finals from this afternoon, number 19, the Green Wave, Green Wave of Tulane. That's right. You did not hear incorrectly. They went on the road, win at Tulsa, 27 to 13. Number seven TCU had a back and forth early with Texas Tech, but they go on to win at home, 34 24. The Horn Frogs are nine and zero. Number seventeen North Carolina gets to eight and one. They hold on to defeat Virginia in Charlottesville, 31 to 28. Coming up later this evening, another tussle in the SEC, number 6 Alabama in Death Valley to take on number 10 LSU. It'll be number 24 Texas going on the road to take on number 13 Kansas State. Number 14 Utah will be at home against Arizona. It'll be number 4 Clemson on the road in South Bend to take on Notre Dame. Number 21 Wake Forest, number 22 NC State, a seventh win on the season at stake for both teams. Number 9 USC will be at home taking on Cal, and it'll be number 12 UCLA on the road in Tempe taking on Arizona State. Last night, number 23, Oregon State, got into the top 25 again this week for the first time, and they couldn't hold on to it. Washington wins in Seattle 24-21. The Huskies now 7-2. The Beavers now fall to 6-3. Quickly to FCS, the Missouri Valley in Cedar Falls at the Unidome. South Dakota State is leading Northern Iowa early in the second quarter, 10-7. to It was North Dakota going on the road today, winning over Indiana State, 42-7. to The Fighting Hawks now 6-3. South Dakota at home in Vermilion. They get a big 20-13 to win over Missouri State. North Dakota State goes on the road, wallops Western Illinois, 56-17. to And in the Pioneer League, St. Thomas continues to keep on rolling. Eight wins in a row. They head to Indiana, beat Valparaiso. 
Rizzo, 34-7. to So, busy day as we get ready to get to the top of the hour. And we have the news. We have the weather and then a whole lot more. Ton of game reports coming up after 5 o'clock from the Northern Sun. And uh, from the MIAC, we'll check that WIAC scoreboard again. Don't forget, Timberwolves on the radio tonight. Houston is in town. Timberwolves got beat by Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks on Friday night. They're now 4-5 and five on the season. Once again, Timberwolves and Rockets on the radio tonight. Our pregame at 6.30, tip just after 7. Cal Soderquist hands it off to Alan Horton here on CCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.